Shots Fired. I'm Christy. And I'm Jack. And here at Shots Fired, we talk all things photography, business, and also just have a little bit of fun. So, welcome, welcome. And welcome back if this is not your first time listening. If this is your first time listening, welcome. <laughs> we love you already. <laughs> You're in the club. <laughs> Bleh. Look, we're working on the intro, okay? We're working on it. Yeah. We just need to record it together. So hold your judgments. We're going to have this amazing intro soon and you're going to be like, wow, so professional. But until then, I'm su- we're awkward I'm and not professional. And we yeah, I'm, like, I'm surprised I'm, we don't get like reviews like, yeah, good info, but could really work yeah. on the intro and outro. Or like the stats, like dropping off after the first 10 seconds. <laughs> Literally like just skip the first and 10 minutes. we're out. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, look, we just want to catch up because we don't really talk as much through the week either because, you know, we yeah. don't live that close. So it's like, you know, just, I don't know, hear us out. Yeah. We have stuff to say. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, so today we are talking about, we're giving you some tips, six tips or six ways to have more successful client calls. Um, so I don't know if everyone even does this, but client calls are important. Oh, we've got to have a chit chat. Oh, should we have a chit-chat? Yeah, let's just have a quick chit-chat. Let's have a chit-chat. Um, speaking of we... your... We just, we, we've just recorded one other episode, by the way, so we don't have like extensive chit-chats um, to catch up on, but I do have something. We just spoke about your um, style shoot that you got really excited about and absolutely Woo-hoo. nailed, by the way. Um, and That's I have cool. two that I have coming up. Um, and one is in the Gold Coast next Tuesday, which I'm super excited for. Um, mm-hmm. Just wanted to challenge myself a little more and do something different. So I'm working with a stylist and um, a chic model who's going to come and test. And yeah, I just want to shoot with some more models and and see where it's going to take my work. Because when you're shooting with a lot with people who've never shot before, um, you can still get great work, but it just feels very different and um allowing them to do their thing like a model who knows what knows how to move and pose and whatever it allows you to really focus on what you're doing and and get more creative in your own ways sometimes so focused on them yeah Yeah. I just want to try some new things and um not not also have the pressure of like this is a client's job so I can try new things and if it doesn't work then like doesn't matter because it's all on me (laughs) so where are you shooting um, it's called Dahlia. It's like a house um, on a local oh, like a location. location. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I'm excited about that one. And then Monday, and actually, I have mm. one here. Um, and this would have already happened by now, so I can talk about it. Um, it's an engagement. <laughs> it's a styled shoot. So it's this couple. Um, I've never actually met her, but like we, again, talk back and forth on Instagram Um and she lives in my area and she's stunning. And I was like, I really want to get a like engagement style shoot. Like I know you and your partner aren't engaged, but would you like be open to having a styled shoot? And she was like, yeah, totally. Like he's into it too. It's fine. It's all good. And then he messaged me privately and said, mm. by the way, I'm actually going to engage, um, propose to her. Propose. Oh, yeah. 
So she thinks it's all a styled shoot and I've given her the rundown like, oh, I need content for TikTok and everything as well. So I'm going to be filming on my phone a lot as well for BTS. So I'm going to get the photos and like the behind the scenes video and it's going to be like amazing. She's going to be like so shocked. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Hopefully that'll be up and you'll be able to see the the final result on my probably TikTok and Instagram. But yeah, it's going to be really sweet. Honestly, give me goosebumps. What a sneaky way for him to do it. Because, yeah. like, you know, chicks always freak out. Like, oh, I'm going to know because they're going to ask me to get my nails done. It's like, that's yeah. the perfect way. A photo But it shoot. was actually so perfect because I was the one that brought it up. You know, it wasn't yeah. like it's the only way it could possibly work. Because um, if the guy brought it up, like, hey, let's do a styled engagement shoot, you'd immediately be like, yeah, you got something this? going on. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm so excited to see that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Exciting. Um, for me, what have I been doing? So again, following from that shoot, I right now I'm, I'm organizing another styled shoot as well, but this one isn't, um, well, there's two, there's like collaboration stuff still, which I'm excited about, like editorial mm-hmm. sort of shifting my work more editorial now, which I'm really happy about. Um, but cause I got so much traction on that last one and so, so many people that have found me from that and wanting to do very similar things. Um, so I'm organizing like quite a few different dates where I can sort of smash that out and I've logistically I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but it will be like portfolio packages in the studio all with an editorial twist. So I'm planning to have like a makeup artist there that will do like more of an edgier look styling to be edgier. Mm-hmm. Um, so like people are more inclined to add that sort of edgier look to their portfolio. So yeah. for models, a lot of the time it's so easy for them to collaborate with people that want to do beach shoots because it's the easiest exactly. thing. There's it's so just easy. You don't have to pay for location. Yeah. You don't have to have much styling. It's so like easy, but to the point where it's a bit like meh, you know, yeah, everyone's like you need seen to it. change it up. Everyone's seen it. Yeah. And that's what I've fallen into in the past because it's the easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is, I'm really excited about this to be able to smash out like portfolio after portfolio and being able to be passionate and like get them into some weird poses and just really like kind of change these models and break Mm. them down and be like, okay, you're not just, you're not just a beach model. You can also, you can level up as well. So I'm really keen for that. So that's sort of what I'm playing at the moment and also just working on my beach chairs, which I haven't mentioned on here. Tell us more about that. So... We're in the middle of a rebrand before we even literally launched, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so we had some legal issues. So we were called Sandwich, but we found someone um, actually bought the domain like a uh. month ago. Sorry, not the domain, the business name. So we have the domain um. Um, and we think what's happened is because this chick's in marketing. So we found out who she is and stuff. Mm. We think she's actually um, bought it on purpose. So we have to buy it off them because uh, they're obviously they're from Bondi and they're like a young couple and she's in marketing. So I think people actually this is their job yeah, they find they new find businesses like that. yeah and then yes yeah, so we're like you know what stuff it so we're rebranding to <laughs> which is actually i think a bit more scalable Did you anyway. buy it already <laughs> yeah buy yeah it we like went and bought it all live. straight away <laughs> um, byron stalker's gonna get on it <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> we shouldn't make this live yet um so we're rebranding before we've even started which is cool but we're we're just about to send a huge order off um to vietnam so we've got like a manufacturer is there but the mm-hmm meet like the local sort of base here is in Noosa so I guess yeah. I'll be near you more now so how did this come about um when I moved back from Morton so this is like almost a year ago now 
Lockie and I, my partner, we were like having a picnic and it was really uncomfortable. We're like, oh, it's like, you know, you're trying to grab the cheese, you're trying to grab the wine and mm. you're on your elbows and you're trying to watch the sunset. And it's like, it's just kind of like logistically not very comfortable when you go to the mm. beach. And we looked around the beach, everyone's doing it. Well, like, everyone's got mm-hmm. these cheese boards and it's really uncomfortable. And we're like, surely there's got to be a better way to do this without having to carry down like a bulky beach chair. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the last, what is it, 10 months, we've been workshopping. Well, when I say we, it's been like he's the brains in how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's oh, been awesome. making them. Um, he's been sewing them and everything like that. And then I've been looking after the business side of things. So I'm looking mm-hmm. after like marketing, um, logo, like literally like everything to do with the business is like mm-hmm. me. And then he's been figuring out the logistics of how yeah. it works. So it's like a two-person beach backrest, I would say, like right, canvas cool. and timber. And then it rolls up into like an umbrella bag so you can – nice pull it apart and stuff so i'm really excited it's actually got heaps of traction before we've even begun like um we've got like someone in america that wants to order like 500 units before we've even started yeah so we're like yeah so most of my focus has kind of been on that is that Um, through like kickstarter or something or how did you find no it's literally through like i think his dad's mate like is the guy that wants to do it but he's like a huge businessman and mm-hmm. he just happened to see it because he knows Lockie and right, he's like nice. yeah yeah so that's he awesome. owns like beach stuff over there but anyway so mm. in a nutshell that's sort of I don't know if I gave way too much there but probably shouldn't have done all that. <laughs> <laughs> um hopefully it's launched by the time we post this shit we can delay Maybe this I episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm like when- hang on know when you're launching we can put this out after that or like very well, we're close meant, to we it we were literally meant to launch i think this is why in my head we were launching like next week and then now because of this setback i'm like oh yeah. i don't know when it's gonna be so oh my god you're hilarious yeah. <laughs> lol that's so funny i'm just such a blabbermouth i don't know when to that's sh- okay. put a lid on it sometimes anyway <laughs> let's get, get into it, it. <laughs> yeah okay six ways to have more successful client calls Number one, scheduling the call. So if you're not doing this already, you should be doing this. You should have a call with all of your clients before they book you. Um, exceptions to this would be if you have a client, existing client who you're like already super familiar with what they do and they just need like, you know, say it's like e-com for a new um a new fashion line and it's like, you know, plain white e-com and they're like, hey, we need new photos for a new line. This is how many things we need. You know the look, same thing. Maybe you don't need to have a call with them if you have a super good relationship with them. Um, but any new client and anytime it's um, an existing client who's like, I need, need new imagery for a new launch or a new, you know, something different that's not like cookie cutter the same all the time. You need to be having a call with them to, um, you know, get a few things um, in line. So when you do this call, make the scheduling process as easy as possible. Um, So for me personally, I have this in my CRM. So after they see the packages, I send them an email with a link to just book a call and that has all of my available times and they literally just pick one and then it automatically sends them a Zoom link for that time. So um, it's the same concept as like Amazon is super successful because the clicks you need to do to get a product in your cart and to your door is like 
one. You know, they have your info, you click, mm. you know, buy now and it's done. Um, and their, their sales increased ridiculously because of this. Um, and it's a concept that people just want things to be done easier. They want that one click. So reducing the amount of back and forth, hey, do you have this time? No, I can't do that time. Uh, can I reschedule? So along with that email I send, there's literally a reschedule link to if they need a reschedule. Again, all my times are there. Um, just making it as simple as you possibly can will reduce any friction in that process. Um, and an example for this is when I was overseas, this this um, process was a little harder um, because in my CRM, you can't really change the time zone. So I was having to calculate the like equivalent time with, you know, if I was in France, then I would have to do like 2 a.m. at home available. Um, so when I set my available times, I did it wrong once and um, we had to reschedule a call and we had to reschedule it twice for different reasons and after the second email of like hey sorry you know let's finally get this call scheduled she's just said I'm so sorry but we've booked someone else like we've had a call we vibed with them it was great Um, you know sorry so trying not to reschedule because people will just move on and book someone else if you make the experience too difficult. Yeah, people are busy and they honestly just forget. They just want something easy, like you said, that one click. Like, yeah. Because there's so many people out there. So they're just mm. like, all right, who's going to make this easy? Because I don't know yeah. what they're doing. So, yeah. Yeah, sure. and responding in a good time as well. This doesn't mean, you know, if someone emails you with all of the details, it doesn't mean you have to, within an hour, get back to them with all of that and the answers to their questions and timeframes and all of that. But just saying, hey, um, I've got your message, I hear you, I'm busy right now, but I'll get back to you really soon. That just gives them a bit of reassurance that, okay, they have read it, they are there, they're getting back to me, I won't look any further because, you know, we're going to talk soon. Um, But Mm. if you just don't respond, they might be like, after a day, I mean, I've definitely had this, I've put in requests for like bookings at, you know, nail places or something, and if they don't respond in a day, then I'm just like, okay, where else? Where else can I go? Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Because people can get frantic as well. Like I know if something's like, you know, time sensitive, I get a bit frantic or like if yeah. they've left at last minute or if they just like, they're just really focused. Like you don't know who that person is that's booking on the mm-hmm. other end. So just like you said, making them feel seen is like yeah. the biggest one for sure. Exactly. So you automate, automate everything. That's cool. I automate it. Yeah. Um, so that the best thing for me is that Zoom link is automatically created and sent to them and then it's automatically in my calendar too so mm. everything like I don't even have to think about it. if someone book a call books a call it's in my calendar I only do calls on two days of the week so I know what days I could potentially have calls and then there's no confusion there's no um, clashes there's nothing so yeah yeah that's clever I do phone I do phone calls and they work for me mm-hmm. but have you always done zoom yeah. or did you um, I haven't always done zoom but it's a little I understand it in more um, commercial settings. It's it's a little more applicable to specifically weddings. Um, yeah. Because with a wedding, it's so important that you vibe with them. Um, so actually seeing them and them seeing you is such an important factor to for them to feel comfortable um, and just feel like they can envision spending a day with you. Um, because they, they literally spent the entire day with you. So if, if you get on the mm. call and they absolutely like love your vibe, you're communicating well and they 
see like, oh, she's just like me, she's our age, you know, whatever it is. If they relate to you in some way, then they're more likely to book immediately because they're like, oh, I'm going to feel so comfortable around her on the day. Um, mm. So, yeah, that, that massively, massively helps me. Also with um, personal branding with people who are maybe a bit nervous, um, maybe they haven't been under the ca- in front of the camera a lot. Um, so, yeah, just making them feel comfortable and making making them feel like you're just another peer. And, mm. yeah, it's just all that comfort and trust. So I find that have you, Zoom calls have you seen really a help shift? with that. Have you seen a shift from going from phone calls to Zoom calls since you've switched over? Like have you seen a shift in how they react and their response and stuff? Oh, the translate, it, it translates to way more bookings, 100%. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe I'll try Zoom on my next meeting yeah. instead of phone. Hmm. Yeah, I, I find it really, really, really helps me personally. Yeah, awesome. All right. Number two. Um, attitude of treating the call as finding a fit and understanding their needs. So by this, it's like, I guess your demeanor on the phone call. So are you salesy and really like robot and being like, Hey, book me. I can give you this, 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 like people don't respond to that because like, I don't know, think of telemarketing. You don't want to telemarket a call and you have to be like, nah, nah, don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> like don't want to borrow it. Yeah. Just being that, like you said, relatable person so have a conversation with them like just connect with them Um, I'm so stubborn with this like if I walk into a clothing store and one of the employees is immediately hey what are you looking for do you like this can I get you that I'm like see ya I'm going I'm out of here I don't care if I need that dress right there and I love it I'm just like I'm out of here I don't like your energy don't try to sell me like try to understand Mm -hmm. me relate to me have a chat sure that's fine but don't immediately try and sell me. And you can you can tell that attitude right off the bat and it's never mm. going to convert for you. So, yeah, having that attitude of like taking taking the call as a get to know you and are you a right fit instead of a sale. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Like if they're not comfortable around you and they're getting bad vibes and they're seeing red flags, you know, it's probably not going to be the best idea to book that client. So... Mm-hmm having those conversations with them, not being salesy, not being ro- robot on the phone is like literally just be yourself because you're mm. probably, I don't know if it's the brand owner or if it is the actual client that you're shooting or whatever it is, you're going to see them again. Yeah. So you're not going to fake it the whole time. You're not going to fake it on the show. You're not going to be fake it on the phone call. Like yeah. be yourself. Um, and also letting them sort of not run the whole thing, but let them ask you questions and answer them, but also not being afraid to just be like, okay, I'll get back to you if you don't know the answer or mm. something like that. So don't focus on selling, 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 selling because people don't respond to that. Like you said, like yeah. walk into a clothes shop. That's not what you want. That's not a good client experience is having mm. someone just kind of bark at you like, you need to book me. So yeah, yeah and just, just seeing what they what want. what they need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like for weddings, I find a lot of the time people will look at my packages and they'll select one, you know, primarily off the budget. But then I get talking to them and they're like, what I'm what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and what they've chosen aren't aligning. So really treating it as understanding what do you actually want and, and guiding them to a package or something that's going to fit what they actually want instead of letting them just choose and mm. at the end of the day, maybe not being happy with what they get because it wasn't a right fit for them. So really, really try and understand what they want out of it, what they're trying to achieve with this and try and guide them to the right answer. 
Yeah, exactly. Because every time you like, I haven't done that in the past, I've run into roadblocks like further mm. down the track. So it's like just, yeah, seeing exactly what they need and then altering your package or whatever it is that they're needing to their needs. And then they feel they're looked after as well. Like even if you just have that language of, mm. oh, I usually do this, but because like this is what you're needing, I'm I'm going to alter it. I'm going to shift my focus and what I usually do to evolve around what you need and mm-hmm. they feel looked after and be like oh thank you so much that you're not just gonna make me you ha- have to pick a package like be mm-hmm. a bit more open and um yeah I guess you don't have to give them all the answers on the phone call just you know email them through mm-hmm. um and that kind of goes into number three which is be a person and connect so just on the phone call as well like don't just jump straight into it like have a chit chat um, cause they want to know who you are and also if you're going to vibe with them, um, cause if you don't vibe with them on the phone call, you're probably not going to vibe with them in person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just asking them like, I guess how their day was or anything like that. Like even mm-hmm. on my last, um, phone consultation on the campaign I just did, I had the conversation with the brand owner and she heard kookaburras in the background, like so random. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me about the kookaburras and then we got talking about birds and it was just like such a random thing. Um, and then further down the track she's messaging me about the kookaburras and it's like yeah. become this almost like an inside connection point. Yeah. connection point and it's just like that wouldn't have happened over email so yeah. it's like we automatically no. I felt like a not a friendship but you felt that connection so yeah you know being a little bit not vulnerable but just open to them as well and being like yeah. oh yeah I love this do you love this or like mm. just having that connection is huge I had one of my um, yeah, last um, just, wedding call, yeah. um, the concert call. I was doing the, you know, how are you? You know, what are you, what have you been up to? What are you doing this weekend? And then got into like, oh, they were working. What are you doing? And they were exercise mm. physiologists. And that's what I studied in the US. So like mm. right off the bat, they're like, oh my God, you're one of us. You know, like yeah. people really bond off those things. So, and they booked the next day, like contract was signed, deposit was in, <laughs> you know, yeah. just giving people things to relate and connect to. Um, are just massive you just can't understand I think I have one call one time we're talking about like turtles because she saw that I was like working as a snorkel guide so then she just Mm. I think we spoke about like ocean conservation and turtles because I'm super passionate Mm. about it so and she was too and then we just became this whole thing she's like oh maybe the next campaign we can do it on an island and we can do it with the turtles I was like hell yeah like (laughs) keen with this there we go (laughs) yeah Uh uh-huh wouldn't have happened if I didn't tell people yeah. about that stuff. Anyway, All right. number, four. number four to have a successful sales call is um, the conversation around expectations and budget. And we kind of touched on this in number two, but um, a lot of the time a client's budget is completely made up. It's just taken out of their butt and they think mm. that's about a figure and let's go with that. <laughs> and they yeah, don't actually think about what's included in that and what, what they need and they don't balance that out. So, um, and they think they know, but usually, usually they don't know anything really about photography and quoting. So, um, instead of immediately jumping to whichever package fits this budget, you need to talk about what their expectations are, what they really want. Um, and if they are saying, no, that is a strict, strict budget, then explaining, okay, but you're telling me this and this is really important to you. And just so you know, if you go through that, that, lower package then that's going to jeopardize this part um really being upfront with them on that um is going to really help um i've had clients i had one recently who booked two thousand dollars of extra 
um, add-ons for a wedding package because, you know, they they had the hard budget um, and then a few months down the track after we're communicating and I'm, and I'm saying, because I, I told her initially, you know, this is going to jeopardize this and this. And she was like, no, 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 that's the budget. That's the budget. Um, but with weddings, it's a bit flexible because you have so much time between the booking and the actual date. Um, and we're going through her timeline and I'm saying, I, I know you've said this is your budget, but we're really not going to have enough time here to do family photos. Um, if you want to first look, that's if we're not going to have enough time for that either. And she's decided that, okay, well, these things are really important to me. So $2,000 is nothing in the scheme of things. Um, let's go ahead and book those additions. And um, people are willing to upgrade their budget for something they really want. Um, so, yeah, just being really clear with the communication of that, helping people understand that, then they will come to the a better conclusion with their budget and what their budget really is. Yeah, that actually happened to me on the last client call as well. Um, having those add-ons, it's like just having that conversation, it wouldn't have happened unless we're on the yeah. phone and she ended up adding on like a faster turnaround, um, mm-hmm. extra imagery plus like real add-ons as well. So mm-hmm. it's like three add-ons just there yeah. that wouldn't have happened if we didn't have that phone call. And yeah. Um, yeah, I see a huge, much like way, way, way better response if I have a client call. If I, mm-hmm. If for some reason they just like don't respond to going for the phone call, I like probably I'm going to lose that booking because that's yeah. where I feel like I really like get it. Yeah, you know? you sell it. Yeah. 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 And also if someone does say, say that their their budget is less than your minimum package, instead of saying like, okay, I can discount something, never discount it, never take away what they owe you, instead add value. So, mm. you know, if someone says, comes to you and says, I, I would love to do portfolio work with you, but you're just out of my budget. Um, and you say, well, what is your budget? And they, you know, explain what it is and you say, well, I can't do that. But if you come up to my minimum price, I can throw in a makeup artist for you and immediately adding Mm. that extra value, which to you, maybe that doesn't even cost you much, you know, to have someone to show up and, and do an initial makeup and leave might not cost you that much in the scheme of things, but to them, it's a huge additional value. Uh, and that's going to, that's going to convert that booking a lot more than like giving them a little discount of that same amount. Yeah. That's actually huge. I've never even really thought of it like that. That's yep. definitely. Adding value. Like, it's like the times, negative versus yeah. the positive. Yeah. Glass house. Yeah. Or even full. like in photography, it's so easy just to add on five images, 10 images, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like if yep. you have say 20 images for that certain package that they really want, but they just can't quite afford it. Like, mm-hmm. look, I understand things might be tight, but like, how about I not fully upgrade you to the next package, but like mm. let's do this price and I'll add an extra 10 photos, which usually will cost you, mm-hmm. I don't know, a hundred bucks or whatever it is your price. But like, yeah. look, I'll just throw this in for you. I might even give you a quick reel as well. And then be like, oh, mm. hell yeah. Like, and they just automatically, they're going to jump at yeah. that because they think this is the only time they're going to get this opportunity. Yeah. So it's But like, this is not a common thing, you. people. Don't do this mm. very often at all. Do it for yeah. people you really, you know, those those dream clients that you're like, Okay, maybe they're not dream clients if they can't afford you, but those clients who you like, you're drawn to, you really like them, maybe they're in a tough spot and you really want to help them. They're the kind of people that this is okay to do for. Um, mm. Don't just do it for everyone. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm usually yeah. really stubborn with like, all right, yeah. see ya. But like, yeah, I mean, exactly. if you're having a quiet week, then sometimes you yeah. can't really afford not to take those people on. Yeah. Number five, um, anticipating questions. So... Something that really helps me um, with my sales calls is before I 
have them, I actually send them a pretty detailed package of any frequently asked questions, the package details, um, and any other information that they may need to know before because people don't know what they don't know. If you get on a sales call with someone and you're like, do you have any questions? Chances that they just sit there and be like, um, nope, are pretty high because they have nothing mm. to you know, form their opinions on. But if you give them this information, then they might read something and be like, ah, oh, okay, I understand that, but I wonder what would happen if this happened. You know, so you're, you're giving them something to have feedback on and that helps when they, um, when they come to having questions for you. Uh, so that's massive for me. It also helps shorten the call so you're not talking through, you know, like a lot of the time I'll, I'll send an eight-page document and that's not like text heavy, you know. It's, it's nice and spaced so it's not like a mm. literally reading a manual but um, it's, a, it's a big document if you were just to sit down and talk to someone about it. Um, and that makes the sale calls, sales call quicker and it also gives them something to look back on. So um, you can't just tell it, tell it to them on the call and then they forget or they don't write it down or something. Like they can go back to that and see that information there. Um, and then if they, if they um, have any questions down the line, they can always get back to you. But yeah, it gives them that touch point to um, respond to. So if you give them no information at all, then they're just not going to know what questions to even ask. Hmm. Yeah. Do you get that a lot? Well, like, Do you get people who are just like, um, yeah, um, and then all of a sudden the next day they've got like a million questions and you're, you're, yeah, like they're messaging you on Instagram, they're messaging you on like email, and it's like everywhere, yeah. and they're just like, hey, I forgot about this. Oh, also, I forgot about this. So it's like, yeah. So if you so anticipate yeah, those that, questions, yeah. it saves everyone's time and it helps everyone get really clear. And if you answer the questions that they didn't even know they had, then their opinion of you just goes up again because they're like wow she's so professional um you know everything's yeah, in line go, everything's oh, ready like amazing yeah they're like yeah. oh i can't believe she thought yeah. of that oh, that's so true yeah. <laughs> what are three questions that you reckon are like just ones that you don't usually think about that really help you like uh, do you have like a um, document that you always have like for engagements and things like that like what do i wear um and how to pose and like maybe how do we get our images they're things that people should think about, but they generally don't. Um, yep. And we can get into this in another episode, but um, yeah, we maybe we can even like kind of talk through my documents and and what mm. I tell people. But yeah, those those yeah. are really important things to touch on. For sure. All right, I think this is the last one, Lucky number last. six. Woo-hoo. Having a good follow up system. So I think a lot of the time if you have a phone call with someone and then you go cold turkey on them, they're probably going to do the same to you. So if you're the professional, you're the one trying to get the booking, then you need to be the one that's following up. Like just saying, hey, thanks for chatting. Like that's really going to help. Um, so I just sent an email. I, like I guess everyone's different, but I just send an email and being like, hey, thank you so much for chatting. Um, so Jack's like, my B reel just went off. <laughs> I'm just kind of like going over in my head, like, what am I saying? Really my B reel. <laughs> Gotta do it for the B reel. Um, <laughs> anyway, so just sending a thank you. It doesn't have to be a lot, um, but just be like, hey, thanks so much for taking the time out to chat. Um, if you have any more questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. And just sort of telling them the next steps on after the phone call. Um, Yeah. So just having that touch base with them straight away. 
Yeah, definitely being super clear with your process as well. That's another thing that's in those documents I give them. Um, Like literally the timeline of how things happen. Like, you know, um, this is where you, you know, obviously they know when they inquired, but, you know, this (laughs) is where we have our call. And then after that, I'll um, follow up and give you a proposal. And then after that, if you want to accept it, then you pay the deposit and sign the contract. And after that, we talk again to get your mood boards and, you know, all of these processes. So they really have a clear idea of um, what is going on and what the follow-up system actually is. Um, so yeah, after my, at least for my weddings and my personal branding, this is also in my CRM. Um, I'll send through a package selection. So all of the packages there and the prices and the add-ons, and they literally just click whatever they want. Uh, and all of that is generated an automatic invoice. So once they select their packages, the invoice is sent off to them. So it's super clear what the deal is, what's going on. And it's nice and quick. And yeah, again, that reducing that friction of, time and what you do and and the not knowing Hmm. I think just steering the ship because you are the person trying to get booked not them so it's just like being in their ear but not too aggressively yeah okay oh the other thing I do like for the weddings as well like a lot of people want to go through a a whole gallery with the couple um Mm. which is fine I totally agree with that because then at least they're seeing a whole real wedding and it's not just like a highlight reel of your favorite images so that you know develops more trust as well but I find it really awkward I tried it once um getting the link up sharing the screen and scrolling through or sending them the link to look at while you're Hmm. sitting there on the call I just find it like icky I don't like it yeah it's kind of awkward um (laughs) so that's something I send in the follow-up call as well I'm like um I'll mention I'm sending it and I'll be like hey so great to chat Here's the link to the real, a couple of real um, galleries so you can have a look. Um, and then just a gentle reminder, like, just so you know, the date's not secure until you do um, sign the contract and, you know, send your deposit. But no pressure at all. Just wanted to let you know, you know, it's it's still available for anyone at this point um, in, a, in a very gentle and encouraging way, you know, <laughs> not not like... <laughs> You, you have to book it. You have to book it. <laughs> Give me money. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, a nice gentle reminder. And if they don't get back to you within like a reasonable amount of time, um, it depends what kind of booking this is. If it's a wedding, maybe a week or two. I would say mm. a week. If they don't respond in a week, just send a gentle, hey, how's it going? Um, a lot of the time, it's just the nature of wedding things. Like there's so much time between when they're inquiring and when the booking is that they might not have a sense of urgency. Um, if it's a corporate or a you know something else then it might be a different case Um, but yeah don't count yourself out send a nice gentle follow-up and you never know where their head's at yeah I think not following up is huge I never used to follow up because I just like didn't have a system in place where Mm. I would remember to and then I'd go like oh that's right there's that one person that I think they want to book and then I'd go back and then they're like oh yeah, I'm really sorry. I forgot too. Also, can I book a half day shoot? And you're like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, this literally happened to me a couple months ago. I just completely forgot about someone. I was like, I didn't take mm-hmm. them seriously enough. I was like, oh, I don't reckon they're going to book. Like they just yeah. like love my work and that's about it. And then they're like, oh, can I actually do a half day shoot? And I'm going to put you up in an Airbnb for two days and like yeah, literally like yeah. full on, like <laughs> so lovely. I'm like, oh, I'm going to Yamba. It's going to yeah. be lovely. And I'm like, that wouldn't have happened if I didn't follow up. Like, yeah, exactly. Just goldfish brain yeah. <laughs> having a system so our six things 
making the scheduling, scheduling the call super easy and smooth, um, treating the call as a understanding process of their needs and what they want and not a sales call, um, being a person and connecting to them, having the expectations versus budget conversation, anticipating their questions and kind of answering a lot of those before they even know they have them and having a good follow-up system. There are the top six things we would say to have a successful client call. Mm. And if you don't do client calls, try it out. You're doing them now. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, like I saw a huge, huge, huge shift when I started doing these. Like it's not just like, it was always like, oh, I'm too scary. That's so like professional. Even I was like, like, I was just like, uh, what a load of crap. Mm. No one wants to, no one wants to get on the Zoom. And you're right. Some people don't want to get on the Zoom, but then you will be grateful and they will be grateful that they did because they're seeing you they're vibing with you they're Mm. understanding you and it's just building that trust and yeah it's so much more i will say this in every episode it's all about trust (laughs) so trust yeah Yeah, 100 percent. do it trial it in your next one it's not as scary as you Mm -hmm. think maybe start with a phone call i would do it's just so you don't have to like look at yourself and look at them and then maybe the next one try a zoom call try them both out but they will get better like your first one is going to be atrocious so don't (laughs) don't do it on like your dream job (laughs) maybe (laughs) although maybe if you get an inquiry of your dream job have a practice call with like a friend or something get on zoom and just practice these questions with it what you're going to talk through because you Mm -hmm. are going to jumble a few things up and you are going to you know, get a bit self-conscious, but um, just make sure that you practice this process and you will get better at it. You seriously will. Within like three calls, you'll be like, oh, this is easy. I got this. Yeah. I remember my first one. I think we ended up speaking for like an hour and it was mainly over just chit chat. Yeah. And then she ended up booking and I was like, she did it. I was like, oh my God, no. She just wanted a friend. (laughs) Yeah. But it was the same time. Literally, I was like, are we going to talk about the, you know, what's happening oh. okay. and she just wanted to talk and she talked for like an hour and then she just never booked but then it was How the same random. time as like the flood so it was like a weird time and it was just yeah. like all the floods came and i think she lived yeah, in one of the areas it was like you know hopefully so she but survived like, the flood yeah hope you're right sis but yeah first one's always atrocious but don't let that scare yeah. you just keep going don't yeah don't do it and then have a bad experience and then be like i'm never doing that again do it and get mm. over the hump teach yourself because it will completely transform how you book your clients after that. Amen, sis. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, anything else from you, Kadon? <sighs> no, I think I'm good. I think I'm ready to smash my week. Are you ready to smash yeah. your week, Jack? You're oh, going to be productive. So I'm so, so, so freaking ready. I've never felt more ready. I'm so excited to update you about this engagement thing. I think it's going to be I'm super so cute. excited. Yeah. I think that's so cute that you get to just Isn't like, it? have I'm you so shot excited. like someone game proposed to before? Um, no, I've done like plenty of engagement shoots, but, mm. and I've actually got another booked in for November, maybe even two. I've got one that's like going to get back to me, but um, yeah, I find it really exciting. But, yeah, yeah, I shot one once and I was like <laughs> hiding in the bushes and I'm like yeah, taking literally. photos and I'm like, it was one of my friends and I was like, try not to cry. I was like, oh, yeah. like oh sobbing, gosh. taking photos. Like, it's so honestly happy. probably going to be me, even though I've never met them. <laughs> I get emotional. Probably. Hey, I'm not an emotional person, but I'm like every happy wedding, crier. Christy. I'm a happy crier. Every like, wedding. At a wedding. Yeah. Like at Morgan and Steve's, I was like, try not to cry. I'm like, 
what the hell? I like, couldn't hold it together. <laughs> like, who am I? Who am I? Honestly, an emotional wreck when it comes to happy yeah. things. Like, the Olympics. This is a soft topic, Absolutely. but, like, watching the Olympics, I get... Yes. It's probably... I cried. The, I was yeah. in London in a pub watching the girl, the power lifter, do the clean yeah. and, and jerk, and I was crying at this girl it's she was so, so happy like it was amazing it's like incredible it and i was like <laughs> it's so weird to me though because like anyone that really knows me like i do not cry like i even i don't as cry a at my kid, own things but it's emotional yeah. responses of it's other so people weird I like my it's best like a friend. mirroring thing yeah. maybe we're just like super empathetic people and like not self-centered it, yeah, we're just we're really basically just amazing. People. We're just the best kind of <laughs> we're <people>. like angels. <laughs> yeah, like my best friend as like we've been besties besties since we were like four, and now I'm twenty three, and she's probably seen me cry once. Like yeah, it's just I do not cry, but the Olympics something about it. Yeah, I'm just like Olympics and the weddings. I'm like I'm yeah. just so happy so for them. True. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, that's so off topic. Oh, God. Okay. Right. Well, that's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you took something out of it. I hope you were taking notes. We should say that at the start now. Um, yeah. But Take we're notes for educational ones. so happy to have you here. We absolutely love doing this. And we've been getting so many nice messages. I can't yeah. believe it. They, like, make me so freaking happy. So thank you so much. Um, give us a follow at Shots Fired Pod and share some of our videos. We're going to be putting our faces on the reels now. So... Give those a little mm. share around and you can follow yeah. me at It's Jack Lee as well. And I'm at at, 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 <laughs> at Kate on photo. Um, and also, if you could pretty please, without being too salesy, um, leave us a review. Give us a five-star rating because it is like, I don't think people understand like how helpful it is. Yeah, it really <laughs> makes a massive difference. It's a, like it's so simple for someone just to click five stars. Five yeah. stars. Like yeah. you don't it even just helps when people just... search photography, business, podcast, or whatever. It helps our um, search result actually appear mm. because I think at the moment you can only find us if you search like literally our name. If you find us from Instagram or something, so um, yeah. yeah, getting those little 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 tap tap that five little star and that'll tap. just help us enormously. On Spotify, there's like a little notification like bell, even if you like yeah. click that as well, yeah. and then Apple review. Amazing. But yeah, I mean, if you feel it in your heart too, if you just, um, yeah, we're really, like we're really good people. Like we're empathetic and stuff. So yeah, we're really we're just really empathetic. <laughs> we cry all the time. If you leave us a nice review, we might cry and film ourselves crying. <laughs> <really loud. laughs> we get cancelled. Oh, like Kim Kardashian oh, crying. The piss a bit now. But really, it doesn't mean a lot to us. Okay. okay. Goodbye. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> See you later. Peace.